0: Alright, everybody welcome to another episode of the pattern to genius podcast today i am presenting you the interview we did with robert kosmar he's an hdr photographer writer self-publisher astrologer and blogger but more importantly he shared some amazing value bombs about life in today's call we talked about writing meditation the the current world situation and much much more To be honest, I'm not gonna lie if I say to you that this was one of the most profound interviews I've ever done, and I've done over a hundred episodes. So please, let me welcome to you the one and only Robert Cosmar. Enjoy the conversation. Okay, Robert, I wanna say again one huge welcome to the show. I'm super excited to have you here. So now I really wanna explore uh, something about writing, my man, because you see, you're an astrologer, you're also blogging about it, and I, you know, I, I, I don't know if like it's pretty popular in your area, but in Bulgaria, astrology is kind of like something that is uh, pretty rare to talk about. Like there's a lot of uh, taboo going on out there. So how do you write about that particular, you know, that particular topic? Like how does astrologer write about astrology? Because I think it's a pretty, I don't know how to explain, but I think it's a, it's a pretty unique topic to write about. So what's your process of writing
1: about it? How do you do that? Well, um, it's like anybody in any profession, you know, whether you were a scientist, um, you know, or a psychologist or whatever field that you're in, uh, you know, it's something that interests you. Um, I began a long time ago when I was somewhat close to your age to begin question my own life, its own specialness, its own uniqueness, because I felt like that while I had a lot of people that were, uh, you know, telling me things, uh, what to do, this type of thing, giving me advice, that um, I needed to find my own path. And of course, that means I had to educate myself. I had to learn myself, you know, about who I was. And this is what led me into astrology, because I realized that um, the life that I, was living wasn't quite exactly the same life that other people were living. So I began to, uh, you know, search within. I began to look within myself and into my feelings, into my emotions and things. And um, to begin to trust those and began to write down, you know, writing is a very healing thing. In fact, it's the probably the cheapest psychotherapist you can get if you can trust what you're putting on paper, what you feel, you can often get answers to questions, you know, that are plaguing you about certain things, you know, in your life and certain situations. It allows you to uh, objectify your thoughts and feelings where you can look at them and not be kind of tied up with your emotions. So my search for my own uniqueness is what led me into astrology, my sense of You know, uh, I'm not like other people. I have certain gifts and abilities and certain talents, and I have certain things that they can't explain for me that I wanted to find out for myself. Uh, Astrology is probably the most personal, in-depth, private exploration into your uniqueness that there is. Um, Not that you only have to use astrology to do that, but it is a tool of self-discovery and exploration and if you allow yourself the time to be able to do that you can encounter parts of yourself that normally most people don't even consider if you have done any reading about einstein and nikola tesla you will find out that their genius was something that they felt came from beyond and for most people that are extremely gifted Okay, you would find out in most of those cases that they feel the same way. They have touched a part of themselves, and I think that in a way that's what you term genius. Okay, they touch a part of themselves beyond just the standard logic and reasoning, you know, or knowledge that exists. Um, And they were able to bring in new insights and new clarity about things, whether it's physics or psychology. Astrology is the study of consciousness as it relates to people, places, and things, and events. So when I'm doing a reading for a person, I'm looking at the chart that describes their life force, their life energy. And then from the chart, because we know that the charts represent the destiny, if you want to call it, or in some cases people call it the fate of a person, uh yeah i suspect that the less threatening word would be be to say the flow of a person's life in other words if i do your horoscope i'm looking at the flow of your life at a given time uh, the flow of your life when you were born and uh, making evaluations and assessments on the direction that that energy may be going at any given time so uh, that way we can bring clarity to a person's life so that they can understand that their unique situations are not something that are uniquely just theirs. Um, You know, most people suffer silently with their life problems. And with astrology, you can help to comfort them by letting them know that you understand that this is what you're going through, because this is who you are. And this is what you've agreed to go through at this time. And this is what you can expect as a result of, um, you know, honestly facing yourself if it's a situation where you have to you know admit that you need to grow you know beyond a certain fear or a certain emotional um in the united states in a lot of places astrologers work with therapists and psychologists because we're kind of technical analysts you know what the person is telling the psychologist we can explain to them in terms of their emotions and their thinking Um, You know, and uh, how things feel to them. Okay. And then in some cases, if the person is open, we can allow or we can help them to be able to connect more personally with themselves so that they can experience their own genius. You know, when you're in communication with or you're in connection with your higher intelligence, you bring your own special genius into the world. And this is one of the things that's happening in the world right now is that people are being forced to put aside all the old structures and beliefs. They're being shown by the planet Pluto how corrupt power has been and is What needs to be changed. Okay, and it's very disturbing to people because it makes them feel extremely vulnerable. They have a sense of, you know, things are out of control, but on a deeper level they're actually perfect the things that are happening because it's forcing people to reevaluate their life look more closely at what they have believed what they need to change and to reach you know deeper to try to find their unique purpose which seems to be what you're doing you're trying to find that unique way to specially share yourself okay, with others, that would bring you fulfillment, you know, you mentioned the term that you want to be spiritually fulfilled as as well as being rich, and that's fine, but I think it's important that you want to be spiritually fulfilled, because in this life, you can, you can fake many things, you can be whoever you think you want to be, but as far as the universe is concerned, you're meant to live the life that you become you know, you were born here to live. And to do that, you have to go beyond just your minds and your emotions into the most intimate part of yourself. And this again, brings into the concept of meditation, you know, of being connected to higher realms, the higher dimensions of which everybody's a part of anyhow. Okay. Did Did that answer your question?
0: Oh, yeah, totally. And beautiful lines, man. So, um, before we explore meditation, uh, I just want to really ask you: um, do you think that you, why do you think it takes a whole pandemic or a whole global crisis to make people like revaluate their choices and like change their life? Can we change our life and make the hard decisions without having to endure that much suffering? Can we do that? Or do you need to suffer in order to feel like enlightened? (laughs)
1: It all depends, Nikolai, on whether or not a person is already aware that they need to change. For a person who has a very strong ego, has built all of their identity upon an ego, it's very difficult for them to make change without a crisis, okay? Um, Because you have to open yourself up. An ego uh, is an identification with thoughts, beliefs, and ideas only it doesn't consider feelings it doesn't consider that there's more to life than just your intellect and your emotions okay so the universe sets things up so that at times in our life we fail and either in the failing we become humbled okay and ask the question why or we become harder and we begin to try to control things okay a person with a strong ego wants to be in control of everything. This is something that you see in America with Donald Trump. He has a tremendous need to be in control of everything because his identity is based upon this image he has about what it is to be, you know, successful or to be a man or whatever you want to call it. So, when a person gets, you know, does that, you only get away with that so long in life. All right? And then things start to go wrong, and you become vulnerable, okay? And in the vulnerability, there's a chance that a person can find, so to speak, what you call their own salvation, and that is they begin to inwardly reflect upon why things are happening, okay? And the universe is always listening to what we're feeling and what we're thinking, and they're waiting for us to decide whether or not we're willing to turn within and to discover more of who we are or whether we'll continue to fight in the world with our illusions of control and grandeur, you know, and of only living for greed and things like that, okay? So that's kind of the way that it works. This is what astrology really is based upon, is the fact that you're looking at, for example, the Sun, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Pluto, or I'm sorry, Jupiter and Saturn, those planets represent just normal, conscious living on a physical plane. When you talk about Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, you're talking about things that happen to us, okay, that seem to be out of our control. But the truth of it is, is that their purpose is to tell us when it's time to wake up, when it's time to grow beyond the limitations that we have, you know, set for ourselves. Uh, And oftentimes those planets, when they, aspect our other planets are are, we experience them as being painful because uh, they're shocking you know things that happen that have no you know uh, um, no easy reasonable explanation but they do have a purpose okay so to answer your question again it depends upon whether the person is sensitive to realizing that they need to change and grow okay if they refuse to do that then they're going to have to learn harder lessons
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, it, it, it makes sense. So, um, but, but again, like, I, I've seen that with me uh, when I try to, like, change something in my life. For example, uh, uh, my diet That uh, was before a year or so. Like, at first, it was really, I didn't associate a feeling with it. I just wanted to do it, but I didn't have, like, a burning feeling to it. Like, I wasn't happy that I wanted to do that. Or I wasn't sad because I had a terrible diet. I just wanted to do that to improve it but I didn't associate like any stronger emotion with that. Like, what, what, how do I explain that? Because I didn't really feel anything. I just knew that I needed to change, but I wasn't yeah. like, oh, so I gotta change right now. I didn't have that sense of urgency. So how do we explain that?
1: Well, you're probably very sensitive, okay? And on some level, your intuition kicks in and your intuition is, is um, your guidance. Okay, or other parts of your intelligence that you're not consciously aware of yet, speaking to you. Okay. And if through, for example, some form of meditation, you allow yourself to open to that, then you can experience different experiences of um, telepathic communication, visions, and things of nature this is what Einstein and Nikolai Tesla knew okay Einstein I believe as I recall had a special room that he went to when he wanted just to think unencumbered by um, you know negativity and emotions Tesla often talked about the fact that he talked to what he would consider to be aliens all right now um, you know there's a lot of debate there as to what those things are but The point is is that they were consciously aware of a super intelligence that they were in communication with or a higher self that they were interacting with and everybody has that okay they're just not consciously aware of it they're not tuned into it it's like tuning into a a channel you know and you're trying to get the reception um and you want to make it clearer You know, in the old days, that could be quite a chore, but um, for a a person, um, what life tries to do when they meet failure is to humble you to the point where you realize you have to have help, okay? If you're going to be successful, you're going to need help. You're going to need help from especially your your own guidance uh, and other people that would support the talent and the ability that they see you have you know, with what you're doing, with the commitment that you're putting out there, you may have a career in journalism or communication. You probably have something in your horoscope in the sign of Gemini, all right? If you do a lot of work with foreigners in your podcast, you may have a lot of stuff in Jupiter or with Jupiter or Sagittarius. These things reflect themselves in your horoscope. Your horoscope is a template of the energy consciousness that you brought into this world and of how that consciousness is evolving, okay? What critical phases are you at? This type of thing. And that's how we as astrologers function is that we're kind of like a guide, okay? You know, you may come to me with your sorrow, your grief, your failure, okay? And I can take that into your chart and I can explain to you the timing, maybe the circumstances, okay, around it, and that all seems fascinating to people, you know, like we're somehow special, I guess, but the truth of the matter is, it's right there in the horoscope, we just happen to understand the chart a little bit better than most people, and if the person's ready, then maybe we can help them by guiding them in a direction, so that they can become consciously connected to their own inner genius, okay, like Einstein and Nikola Tesla were, so that they can find out what their true path and their true purpose is. And the reason for that's very simple. Without knowing your true identity, your true power and your true purpose, you can't accomplish the reason why you came here. You will meet defeat after defeat after defeat after defeat. And you'll meet it in relationships, you'll meet it in your work, you'll meet it in your relationships, personal relationships, okay? Um, And this is something that took me a long time to to realize is that there is a fate and a destiny for everybody and that because people don't understand how they can find their way home they play these roles like they pretend to be this or they pretend to be that and it only works so far because it's not real it's not authentic and then if they're lucky enough to get humbled to the point to where they begin to question why am i failing okay only then do they have the chance and the opportunity of making a change in course. Now, sometimes they may do that willingly, okay? But at other times they're forced to do it. You know, they're forced through tragedy to consider something else. See, tragedy breaks the hypnotic spell of the world's influence. You know, when you think about the world, the primary things that people are conscious of is that. I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be a failure. I want to be successful. I want to be wealthy. You know, if they get wise enough, you know, they realize somewhere along the line they need some kind of spiritual understanding and guidance about why their life is the way it is and what's happened to them. Okay. But most of the world is only considered about the body and surviving physically. But to be successful, you have to survive physically. And spiritually okay you need guidance you need to understand the timing of things you need to understand how energy interacts it supports your growth and energy that takes away from your growth okay it's called discernment you have to be discerning about your life and you also have to be discerning about the relationships you have okay because Life is meant to be lived joyfully, successfully, and happily. But you have to be searching for your truth and not trying to copy somebody else. Okay?
0: Yeah. Uh but why do you include Nicola Tesla? Because um so so I, I've read a lot of his biography, I'm not an expert on on him, but you know, he, his life seemed really tragic, at least in my opinion. He also suffered from serious mental health issues when he was younger, when he was really young in Serbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, some of his work was also, like, I wouldn't say stolen, but really, like, they didn't recognize it, et cetera, et cetera. And some say that he died just a depressed man, stuff like that. So why do you include him? Why do you think he found, like, he, you know... He, do, do you think he, like, he found his purpose, yes, but was he happy? Because he had a lot of strategies in his life. Like, not like we do, he had a lot more, to be honest, so. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, a lot of people that are recognized as geniuses, not everybody. Everybody has a unique destiny. You have a unique destiny. I do, okay? My partner CJ does, okay? In that destiny, there is going to be pain, there's going to be failure, there's going to be heartache, okay, in varying degrees. And the reason why is because every person's horoscope is different. Some horoscopes are more harmonious than others, which indicates to me that they have chosen maybe an easier path. Maybe there were things that he wanted to experience, that his soul wanted him to experience, okay? Maybe he needed to be kept humbled okay, because there was an issue there of his intelligence, you know, Uh, we have a tendency whenever we have something happen that's really fantastic and wonderful to go overboard, and oftentimes the universe wants us to be humbler about it and not be broadcasting, okay, so that our ego gets inflated. Um, It's really hard to say, but uh, I know many, many people, you know, that have had horrible life situations that have turned out to be very fine human beings and very spiritually evolved, okay? Um, The world has an idea about this good and evil, okay? And because it's divided or in what we call duality, people have a difficulty handling it, okay? In other words, in my particular experience, in my particular view, okay, of life, what we call good and we call evil is simply the nature of the universe. And the nature of the universe is both, okay? It's not like one is separate from the other. Religion separates those things, okay? It splits them up. And as a result of that, it tends to cause a person to not accept responsibility for their actions. Okay, when a person cannot admit to themselves that they have a dark heart within them, okay, that is very painful and very wounded and very hurt, if they try to repress that, okay, they're going to run into some serious problems down the road in their life because pain needs to be exposed. Pain needs to be healed. Okay, blaming it on the devil Is not going to heal it, okay? Uh, Hoping that God, okay, as they understand God, will take it away. It's not going to make it go away, okay? It's something that they have to deal with personally, whether through therapy or counseling or for their own, you know, through meditation on their own, all right? Now, if a person gets to a certain level of facing that, The next level is if they have encountered their guidance and have encountered what we call the body of light, um, where they understand their connection with the universe, then they can have guidance explained to them, past life trauma, okay? Things that they don't understand that seemingly hurt them or happened to them during this present life. Um, So the the healing doesn't stop. In you know, you're clearly situated that reflect who you are unconsciously, what you need to learn, what you need to grow from. Okay. Um, and it is a personal challenge and a personal responsibility. You know, when we get hurt, we have a tendency to want to blame everybody else for our pain, but that pain is ours. Okay. That wound is ours, and it may run very deep, and it could bring us into, you know, some horrific experiences in life. Uh, you know that the intelligence for those experiences is really beyond uh, in some cases human comprehension you know why do people die horribly why does violence occur you know I mean it offends most people you know when they see that because they imagine themselves being murdered or being you know blown up or whatever but a lot of that is from our perspective our emotional perspective okay when you are able to connect with the universe through your heart on a more powerful level, a lot of those questions are answered, okay? And it's not as threatening. In fact, there's no fear over there at all, okay? Did I answer your question?
0: Yep, and you know, I wanna expand on meditation again because we kind of left it out uh, a little. So first of all, I wanna ask you like, what do you consider meditation? Because it's kind of a simple question, right? Maybe, uh, but like some of my some of the people I've interviewed consider like uh, learning something or like journaling really another way of meditation, uh, mm-hmm. or some others like prefer the traditional way of meditation, which is like being mindful of your surroundings, quieting your mind. But what do you consider meditation, and how do we start our journey into meditation, in your opinion?
1: Well. First of all, okay, everybody has to learn in their own way. And for people that are searching inwardly, they're going to probably have to read about it. Okay, I would say that there are some that maybe are better than others in terms of information. Um, But essentially, uh, you have to begin where you're at. Okay, and being curious is where you're at. Okay, where anybody's at in the beginning, you know, if you turn to meditation, you probably have turned away from religion, to some degree. Okay, you have begun the process of self responsibility and self investigation, which is a part of the path of healing. Okay. Now, the problem in the beginning, and the very frustrating thing about meditation, is that because of the material that's out there, because of what's been written, People think that that's the only way to meditate, okay? There are people that maybe have never taken a meditative course in their life, okay? People that uh, don't even know <laughs> what some of the terminology is about meditation, and they're able to go in meditative states and astral travel and different things like that. So there really is no one simple answer other than the fact that Meditation is a state of mindless contemplation within consciousness. It is feeling, okay, the energy of the universe as it flows through your life, all right? We're all in a continuum, all right? Like you and I, for example, exist on many different levels right now, okay? But we may not be consciously aware of that. And that's the difference between the person who is a sleepwalker and a person who is awake. The person who is awake is aware consciously that they are connected to other dimensions. The person who is trapped in their mind and their emotions is sleepwalking. They are hypnotized by the program that is out there in the world, which is pretty much based upon the physicalness, you know, the physicalness of surviving, and that if you buy this or if you go here to college or whatever, you'll be successful, you'll be happy. Well, after a while, you know, anybody's going to realize there's something wrong. I did all those things, it didn't happen. Okay, so they become frustrated, they may even do some stupid things. Okay, they may fail in certain areas. Okay, all of that's designed to force them to look within and the the hard part about it is they don't know where to begin, okay, so they may start okay, and the reading is insightful, it gives them some kind of direction, but it also hinders them because it's actively, what it's doing is it's keeping their mind involved in the process. In pure meditation, you want to eliminate thought altogether, Okay, because what you're trying to do is to invite into your feelings the energy of the universe, of which you are already a part of. Okay, look at it this way. Okay, every person is essentially a spiritually conscious being, but they walked into a room that is separate. Okay, call that room mind and emotion. And because, and you can even call it belief. Because they're boxed into that room, their sense of reality is only dictated by what they perceive in that small room. All right. For the meditator who has learned to feel and has learned to transcend the limitations of their mind and their emotions and their beliefs, they enter into an infinite room of conscious empowerment because we're meant to be empowered. We're meant to be successful in living the life we are here to experience. But that transformation has to happen. And see, this is where this all comes back to what you see happening in the world right now. On a very high loving level, the universe is making us feel very vulnerable and fearful because it makes us question, okay, what have we created? Who am I? All right, what am I doing? You see? And that's good because then you begin to explore and you begin to look and you take baby steps, you know, uh, you try different things out and uh, they may not work. Uh, In some cases, you may have another experience that opens a door, you know, for you. Um, In other cases, it may take several years before a person really begins to wake up and understand. Uh, It's, difficult to say. It's not like, you know, telling a person that if you do this uh, for four years, you graduate, we we'll give you a degree. Okay. It's what you have chosen to experience in a given life during a, a period of time that is directing you towards a fuller understanding of who you are. Okay. So, and I know for most people, it's very frustrating to hear that, you know, because the way we are is that we like to have quick satisfaction. You know um it's like for example it's like a relationship you know one of the common things about relationships is that you may you may date a hundred people you know and never find love and then finally get to the point where you're so disgusted you decide to quit and then all of a sudden boom you know the love of your life walks into your life i mean it's that way you know it's that way um you have to learn what the lies the misconceptions the untruths are so that you can find what is true and real okay
0: yeah i think that's a great way to wrap our episode but i just have a, one more question mm-hmm. uh which is kind of uh I, I have one more question and we're gonna wrap this up but I, I think that's been just a pretty valuable info and i'm so grateful for you sharing that with us robert uh, mm-hmm. i hope the listeners got a lot from this because I sure as hell didn't <laughs> I'm going to ask myself some tough questions later on, but anyway. So, Robert, now I want to ask you, it's pretty off topic. It's kind of off topic, really, but what is a quote or words you live by? Do you live by any quote or words, or can you define yourself by one quote or words?
1: Hmm. Uh, well, there's several I can think of. I don't know whether they would all make you know a lot oh, of Oh, please share. Please share. Well, there's an ancient one. Okay, there's an ancient one. Know thyself. I don't know whether that was Socrates or Plato or one of those great philosophers. I think it's, it was
0: Shakespeare, I guess,
1: because okay.
0: I, I think it was a Shakespeare. I don't know it. it could be. But, yeah.
1: Right. Know thyself. Know thyself. Okay. Uh, see that as much more than a word, but an actual journey and a discovery. You know, the fact that you're questioning, the fact that you're searching for yourself—that's good. Okay, you'll eventually arrive, arrive at your destination. Okay, uh, but don't forget that it really begins on an inner journey, okay? And I want to make a, a recommendation to you too. I don't know how hard it would be for you and Gary to get your hands on this, but there is called spiritual growth, know, or being your higher self. And it's by lady by the name of Sanea Roman, S-A-N-A-Y-A-R-O-M-A-N. I highly recommend that book for somebody who is looking to make a difference in their own life. Okay? Uh, So keep that in mind. Uh, Know thyself. Okay? The old, um, you know, um, declaration, I am that I am. Okay? Uh, Which is the description given of a being that is eternally conscious of their identity, not just as a human, but as a uh, part of the universal consciousness. Uh, we have one that we use in our YouTube channel, Knowing Whispers, it's called Heart to Heart is Where We Start. Okay, a very profound statement of what it takes to have successful relationships, of what it takes to be successful in any line of work. Even though there's a lot of people that would you know, say that's not true, that you have to lie, cheat and steal you know, which is what we're seeing kind of on the grand scale right now. All right. Whenever you can establish a heartfelt communication with somebody, you can have not only a friend, but a meaningful experience. If you do not operate from your heart, okay, you really can't be used by the universe to help others, which is really why we do what we do. I do what I do to help others. Okay. And because it helps me to grow. And I think that that's probably why you do what you do. Okay. Uh, it helps you to understand yourself. It helps you to, you know, to find out what your skills and abilities are and things like that nature. So, from the heart, okay. Always come from the heart. Be the truthful. Be honest, okay. And if you do that, the things that are not helpful to you will fall away, and the ones that are meant to stay with you forever will be there, okay.
0: That those were some awesome quotes and also some nice recommendations, Robert. So uh, we're wrapping this up, my uh, my friend, and I really appreciate you coming here and dropping these value bombs. I'm going to be honest, I I never, like, I've done over 100 interviews. You can check them out, at Apple podcast, I don't care. But uh, that was one of the interviews where I actually, like, saw a different perspective because, you know, every guest is unique. But mm. When you see something beyond just the, oh, find your purpose, find your passion, or like, oh, do this and that every day, you open your mind, and that's where you truly grow, I guess. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm really green, so don't take my word for it, but
1: yeah. Oh, that's partially, that's partially true, but on another level, okay? On another level, uh, it's where you also find your heart. You find the core of who you are. You same. Now, let me ask you a question before we close here. Could you feel the energy that I was communicating with you as I was talking?
0: Well, yeah, I got uh, some, some words of excitement because you know I, I learned some new stuff, which if you think that's the energy, yeah.
1: That's an example of higher intelligence, or that's an example of me sharing my heartfelt knowledge with you. And if it comes from that level, then it touches other people. You see, and you're in a particular area where you want to not just share information, you want to passionately share with people from your heart, your own perspective, okay? Because that's the deepest part of you, okay? So, you know, again, uh, you're, you're, you're beginning very well and you're doing very well. Uh, you know, continue to look within. Okay, if you can get a copy of that book, maybe you can get it on the internet or something like that in PDF or in EPUB form or whatever. That's for your own nurturing, for your own self healing. And it may give you some guidance and stuff regarding meditation as well and where to begin with that. Okay, meditation is a lifelong commitment. You know, the more you get into it, the more you realize how important it is. And once you've made that connection to the deeper level of yourself, you'll begin to realize that intelligence exists with the inside of you and it will guide you. It will comfort you. It will also teach you. Okay.
0: For sure, man. I'm going to also put uh, everything you just mentioned, like the top bullet points recommendation in the description below. So listeners can also check it out. And now again, I I want to ask you, how can listeners, how can my listeners like contact you? Do you, do you like, uh, prefer websites, well, do prefer they prefer want- using email,
1: yeah. What they can do? If they wanna see my work, the, the, the vast majority of my work, I have about 5,900 subscribers from all over the world. I do astrology reading for people on all continents except for maybe Russia and China, okay? Uh, my YouTube channel is called The Astrology of Life, okay? My email address is all lowercase knowingwhispersastrologer followed by the number one at gmail.com and they can contact me there and then I can give them information Uh, and they can see on the Astrology of Life YouTube channel, they can see me doing uh, assessments of uh, people from all over the world. I have about 600 videos on there. And then our sister channel, Knowing Whispers, is devoted more to things like meditation, uh, spiritual awareness, conscious growing, you know, conscious growth, things like that. So we try to balance both, you know. I don't see myself as an entertainer. Uh, I'm not an entertainer and I'm not a fortune teller, okay? Um, What I do is to help people to understand their life and to give them some direction as to how they can live a fuller life. Okay.
0: All right, Robert. Thank you for your time today. And uh, I'll see you soon. All righty.